my name is Meg. Welcome to the Unedited Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. The goal of this podcast is to help you both develop and enjoy the habit of daily Bible reading and prayer. About 20 years ago, at a very low spot in my life, I was convicted to begin this simple discipline, and I looked up years down the road to see how God had used this habit to heal deep places in my heart and do incredible things in my life. And so over the years, it's really become my greatest passion to help others get to know Jesus through His Word and through His presence. Through this podcast, I'm hoping to help you see the Word of God with fresh eyes, to learn to slow down with your Bible, and ultimately to fall in love with Jesus and to fall in love with your Bible. So thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so grateful to have you here. Friday. I hope you're having an amazing day. Today I'm going to do something a little bit different. This is a bit random. I tend to do random things from time to time, probably daily. But I am just going to share a little bit of what I have been reading and what I have been listening to. Um, Maybe some things you would want to check out, things that I have found encouraging or helpful in recent history. And I'm going to share a devotional I read this morning from a devotional book called Streams in the Desert. And I am personally not a voracious reader. I wish I could say I was. I read my Bible daily, but I can struggle to make time to read outside of that partially because it just takes me a while when I literally read words on a page to process and to um, get the meaning. I do a lot better with audiobooks, and so I actually have been listening to audiobooks a little bit more, which is very helpful for me, and I retain a lot more of what I read that way. But I do want to learn, and I do want to grow as a person, and there's so many people who have a lot of insight and knowledge, and I want to learn about the world God made, and I want to learn to improve what I've been given. I want to use the things that God has placed in my life, whether those are gifts, talents, skills, ability. I want to grow them. And so I thought I would share just a few of the songs that I've been listening to, the sermons I've heard this week, and also some of um, the books that I have been enjoying. And so on my playlist, I have actually been listening to a ton of classical music. I love the Apple Apple Summer Classical Playlist. It has been so helpful just to have some good background music um, to help me focus. But outside of that, I have a couple of songs that have really been just on repeat. I love Mercy by Maverick City. It's just, it's been such a beautiful song and kind of been just an anthem in my life. Um, Worthy of My Song by Phil Wickham in Maverick City. I do also love the C.C. Wyman's version of that song. And then also Yes and Amen by First Church. A friend had sent this to me a couple of weeks back and just really, really loved it. It's a beautiful song. So just a couple of the songs I've been listening to. This week, outside of being in church, I listened to a couple of sermons. One that my pastor preached on Sunday morning. I had missed a little of it and went back and listened to the entire thing. It was called Wounded But Still Wanted. I will link to these sermons and books in the show notes if you would like to check them out. It was such an encouraging message just about healing, the healing that God desires to do in each of our lives with some practical steps and attitudes that each of us need to cultivate. I listened to a sermon called Releasing Joy by Reverend Jeff Ralston. That was very good. I'm writing about joy and... um, 
It was just, it was encouraging. It was very, very good. And then what I'm reading in the Bible right now, I am in Leviticus and I'm in Hebrews. I'm trying to retire my current Bible, which I've had since the beginning of 2020. And it is kind of falling apart, but I'm really wanting to just make sure I've covered every, every, every single speck of that Bible and reread some things. And so I'm reading in Leviticus each day and in Hebrews each day. Books that I have read either in recent history or currently reading, and I again, I do audiobooks because it's just a little easier for me personally. If you are a natural reader and you read through stacks of books, first of all, I'm jealous. No, I'm proud of you. Um, but soak that up because not everybody is a natural reader. So yay for you. Um, earlier this year, I had At Your Best by Carrie Newoff recommended to me and that book has been a gift I have tried to restructure my schedule a little bit based on the information that he shares in that book it's all about prioritizing your most important work at the times when you are at your highest focus and your optimum energy very very good I just finished win the day by Mark Batterson That was super encouraging. It was all about just living in today, burying dead yesterdays, living in today, but imagining and preparing for unborn tomorrows. Again, just really encouraging. He has a lot of little stories throughout, and it was just a fun book to listen to. And again, be encouraged to live in the moment. I'm currently listening to Ordering Your Private World by Gordon McDonald. I have read this book um, several times, but just felt like I needed a little refresher in terms of ordering my private world. And it's been a gift the last week or so. I'm really, really enjoying it. And if you've never read Ordering Your Private World, do yourself a favor and read that book. It is very helpful on a lot of levels. He just talks about ordering your private world pretty straightforward. I won't give I won't give too much away. You need to listen for yourself. I have a paper copy. I have a stack of books by my bed and I always have a stack of books in my bag. I can't claim that I have read them all cover to cover. But I do have a paper copy of a beautiful book, Dare to Bloom by Zim Flores. She is an apostolic lady out of a church in Chicago. I recently heard her on Dear Young Married Couple and she has a really cool story. And her book is very beautiful. So check that out, Dare to Bloom. And also I recently pulled out When Ye Fast by Joy Haney. And I have been doing a little bit of reading in that book. So just a little random insight into what I've been listening to and reading and absorbing. And remember, our ears and our eyes are so important. What goes in our ears, what goes in our eyes, goes into our souls. They're the gateway. They're the window into our soul. And that's why I am a firm believer. We have to so cautiously guard what goes into our spirit through entertainment. Entertainment is a huge avenue for the enemy to convey messages, thoughts, mindsets, ideologies into our spirit. And sometimes to see doubt. And so it is so important that we are cautious First of all, how much time we spend on entertainment, but second of all, what we allow to go into our minds through our ears and through our eyes. And so I would encourage you um, 
just to think about that and to um, if, if maybe you are watching a little too much TV or Netflix or whatever, maybe just step back and say, hey, I'm going to read a book or I'm going to listen to a sermon or better yet and best of all, I'm going to get my Bible and my journal out. Another thing that I have been reading is a devotional called Streams in the Desert. I was given this little devotional about two years ago by a friend, Dory, who I met in the park. And it has been an encouragement. I do not read a devotional every day. I kind of read it when I think about it. And so this devotional is set up so that it's just an annual devotional. Each date throughout the year has a little tiny pretty much one page thought I would guess they're about 100 to 200 words they're very brief but very encouraging and this morning I just read this and thought this might be encouraging for someone who would listen today and so today I'm going to share streams in the desert something I read this morning and it is entitled September 8th September 8th Thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress, Psalm 4, 1. This verse is one of the greatest testimonies ever written regarding the effectiveness of God's work on our behalf during times of crisis. It is a statement of thanksgiving for having been set free from suffering, not having been set free from suffering, but rather through suffering. In stating, Thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress, The psalmist is declaring that the sorrows of life have themselves been the source of life's enlargement. Haven't each of us experienced this a thousand times and found it to be true? Someone once said of Joseph that when he was in the dungeon, iron entered his soul. And the strength of iron is exactly what he needed. For earlier, he had only experienced the glitter of gold. He had been rejoicing in youthful dreams, and dreaming actually hardens the heart. Someone who sheds great tears over a simple romance will not be of much help in real crisis, for true sorrow will be too deep for him. We all need the iron in life to enlarge our character. The gold is simply a passing vision, whereas the iron is the true experience of life. The chain that is the common bond uniting us to others must be one of iron. The common touch of humanity that gives the world true kinship is not joy but sorrow. Gold is partial to only a few, but iron is universal. Dear soul, if you want your sympathy for others to be enlarged, you must be willing to have your life narrowed to certain degrees of suffering. Joseph's dungeon was the very road to his throne, and he would have been unable to lift the iron load of his brothers had he not experienced the iron in his own life. Your life will be enlarged in proportion to the amount of iron you have endured, for it is in the shadows of your life that you will find the actual fulfillment of your dreams of glory. So do not complain about the shadows of darkness. In reality, they are better than your dreams could ever be. Do not say that the darkness of the prison has shackled you, For your shackles are wings, wings of flight into the heart and soul of humanity. And the gate of your prison is the gate into the heart of the universe. God has enlarged you through the suffering of sorrow's chain. George Matheson. And then a little quote anonymously. If Joseph had never been in Egypt's prison, he would have never been Egypt's governor. 
The iron chain that bound his feet brought about the golden chain around his neck. Again, that is streams in the desert. Just something that I thought was encouraging and maybe should share for someone today. I don't know what you personally are facing. Maybe you are in a trial, facing some sort of suffering or hardship. Maybe you're experiencing lack. You've faced a loss or some other form of pressure is in your day, in your life, in your season. Just a reminder that God wants to use that to enlarge you, to grow you as a person, as an individual, to prepare you for what he's called you to. God has a plan for each and every life. He wants to use you to touch others with his love, with the power of the gospel, to bring salvation and hope to a lost and dying and broken world. And so don't despise that suffering. Don't despise that difficulty. God is going to use it. Thank you again so much for joining me for this journey. I look forward to meeting up with you again next Friday. If you have questions or to download a typed or a handwritten transcript of today's entry, you can visit MeganEdited.com. For now, go grab your journal and your Bible and maybe a book. I look forward to the power of this habit in your life. This is unedited. This is for you. Happy. Happy.